Hi everyone, this is Anna, and you're listening to my podcast on Heaven and Hell. Welcome back to the Summer Reading Plan, y'all. We made it to one of my favorite chapters in all of Scripture, Romans chapter 8. Seriously, um, if I had to pick like a few of my favorite verses, two of them at least come from Romans chapter 8. And you know, I told you over the past two days that chapter 7 was a really tough one for me to get through, but I think it has made me appreciate chapter 8 even more. When we think about everything we've read from chapter 1 to chapter 7, ending chapter 7 with such just like a great description of the war, the struggle raging within us. You know, oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of sin? Um, The news that we get in chapter 8, verse 1 is sweeter than ever. I read the very first verse, and I just had to stop right there and say, thank you, Jesus. Like, verse 1 is so good. So here it is, Romans 8, 1. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. It's time for a praise break. Woo! Verses 1 through 11 are just this beautiful summary, really, of everything that we've read so far. It's the gospel message. Um, In my notes, I drew a little T-chart with the flesh on one side and the spirit on the other to kind of break up this section and to organize my thoughts on it. Um, Because this section goes back and forth between describing the flesh and the spirit. So here's some of the things that I wrote, but maybe you could make your own D-chart and add to it. On the side of the flesh, there's sin and death. That's from verse 2. The mind is set on things of the flesh. That's verse 5. And the mindset on the flesh is hostile toward God. That's verse 7. But then on the side of the T-chart for the Spirit, um, I wrote that the Spirit of life has set us free from sin and death. That's in verse 2. The mindset on the Spirit has life and peace. That's verse 6. And the Spirit of God gives life to our mortal bodies. That's verse 11. I tell you what, I want to be on the Spirit side, spiritual side. That's um, something... Joseph studied Romans right before I studied Romans, so we've talked about it a lot together. And something he has said that really stood out to him in all scripture is that but um, you have your flesh and you have your spirit, and whichever one you feed is the one that's going to be stronger. If you continue to feed the flesh, the flesh is going to be strong. But if you feed the spirit, the spirit's going to be strong. So um, back to chapter 8. I've read chapter 8 of Romans so many times. And um, I've probably read it, I've definitely read it, more than any of the other chapters of Romans. But I felt like I was able to read it with just so much more confidence this time because of all the knowledge I've gained from reading chapters 1 through 7. Um, Let's see, it's cheesy, but when I was reading it, I kept thinking, oh my gosh, I get it. Like, I really understand this. And um, Paul... We know Paul, he loves a good illustration. He's given us many to describe our relationship with the law. In chapter 7, we talked about that illustration of marriage that he gave. But in chapter 8, he gives us an illustration of adoption. And I want to share this with you. um, And I want to share some perspective on this section. And this is mainly what I want to talk about today. And then we'll wrap it up. 
Um, one of the books that I was reading about Romans said that Paul would have written this section about adoption knowing that his readers, Roman Christians, would have been very familiar with the Roman process of adoption. And Paul would have been really familiar with it too. So let's talk about what a Roman adoption would have looked like because it's different than like our American adoption. First of all is that when Paul uses this word adoption in chapter 8, he's talking about adoption as an adult son. And so already this is so different than our experience because when we think of adoption, we think of infants or children. But in Rome, they could adopt adults. And this is why um, it's big, it was about money so that they could have someone to leave their inheritance to or their position to. And so um, Romans would sometimes adopt adult sons so um, that they could have someone to leave their inheritance to. And actually the emperor who kicked all the Jews out of Rome. We've mentioned him, Claudius. He did this. He adopted Nero, who became the emperor next. He adopted Nero as an adult so that Nero could take over the throne. And um, later on, Nero marries Claudius's daughter, but it wasn't his actual sister. And so it looks like on paper that he married his sister, but he didn't because he was adopted as an adult. Um. So, uh, let's see, what was I saying? <laughs> I got distracted by that. Um, and so this alone, being able to be adopted as an adult son is great news because we can be adopted into God's family as adults, but it gets better when an adult would be adopted in Rome, the adoptee, um, would lose all the rights in his whole, in his old family. Um, what's more, any debt that the adoptee had was completely wiped out. And he became an heir to his new father's estate. Does this sound familiar? The adoptee would be, would be considered a completely new person. And their old identity would be completely gone. The law would see him that way. And so that's what happens to us when we're adopted into, our, into God's family. Is that the debt of our sin is completely wiped away. And we're given this inheritance in God's family that um, we're filled with his spirit, which is a promise of the inheritance that we're going to receive of a, a resurrected body and an eternal life in heaven. Um, so it just, it perfectly lines up here, but there's one more part that might be my favorite. Um, and it's that in Rome, when an adult son was an adopt was adopted, there had to be seven witnesses. And so look at chapter eight, verse 16. It says, the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. So what a joy and a privilege it is to be adopted by Jesus. Okay, that's all. That's all I've got for you today. But I just thought that was so cool how that lined up perfectly. Um, and it was a lot. So, and we actually have a lot of chapter eight left to go. So you guys come back tomorrow and we'll finish it up. <laughs>